What's up, guys? Farhad here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the brand new Touring Giants podcast. I uh, just wanted to mention something before we get into it with Sam. Um, is that unfortunately this episode is without Rav, and I don't think we'll see him in a while. Um, nothing happened. He just life gets in the way. Um, we literally had a conversation. He's busy with life, and this is a pretty time-consuming thing, especially. You know, us being on two different continents, it wasn't easy to link up. And, you know, he's still my brother. Go check him, check him out on Twitter at UVFC.com. His website is awesome. I will be reading from the website uh, later in the podcast. Uh, hey, Rob is still my brother, like I said. And um, he, he never said that he will never come back. So we'll patiently wait. But meanwhile, check out my new friend, Sam. He's from the Calcio podcast, so he's got a little bit of background himself uh, in podcasting, quote unquote. I mean, his uh, their podcast is awesome, and I was a guest on it once a couple months ago. They were super cool to invite me, Sam and Nick, and uh, yeah, we kind of hit it off. So I asked him to fill in for off. So I hope you guys enjoy. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Turin Giants podcast number 10. I'm your old UVA podcast slash Turin Giants podcast pal, Farhad, and I'm joined by my new friend, Sam. How are you doing, buddy? I'm excellent, man. Sam Adamo from the Cultural Podcast. I'm delighted to be here, man. Benvenuti. Uh, we got the OG with uh, some new blood here. That's right, First. man. Welcome. I mean, you, 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 you got, you've got great response on the last time you joined us, and I really appreciate you jumping on. Uh, and I hope we can make this a partnership, but who knows? Um, yeah, I appreciate it. Stepping, today, in for, uh, stepping in for Rav. That's right. Um, we wanted to talk about the Lazio, Juve, Juve Lazio game, I should say, last night. Super important game for the, uh, for the race to the Scudetto. I wanted to take care of some business first. If you want to join us on Twitter at Juve Podcast, at Turin Giants, if you want to join our Instagram pages, it's also at Turin Giants and at UVA Podcast. Uh, Facebook, ways to listen to us is soundcloud.com slash UVA Podcast, Spotify, iTunes, and um, any uh, Google Chrome, uh, Google Chrome, uh, Google Android phone that you use, there's a there's an app on that. All major platforms, um, maybe. Oh, major! There you go. See, it's already. I'm already <laughs> already learning new stuff. So, um, yeah, we will concentrate on the game last night, which, like I said, was very important to the to all Juve fans. We We're finally got one up at, on them. We finally got one up on them. Lia Lazio is one of those teams that will that will fuck up our our celebrations, man. It's happened before. They've they've beat us at our house, which is unacceptable, in my opinion. But yeah, we're finally, you know. Finally got the edge on them this season. I don't know. I don't know if uh, I don't know if I ever told you the time about. I, excuse me. I don't know if I ever told you about the time I uh, I uh, was at the Supercoppa a couple of years ago in uh, in Rome at the Olimpico. Um, anyone who's listening to my podcast again at uh, Calcio Podcast on uh, Twitter, Instagram, we're also on all major platforms. Definitely check us out. But any anyone that's kind of crossing over to Turin Giants from my pod is going to get annoyed as shit right now because I bring this up at least every couple of months. But but I I almost died at the hands of Lazio fans 
uh, in Rome oh, wow. a, couple, a couple of years back. Uh, no, 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 no exaggeration, no joke. I mean, if there's ever if there's one fan base in in Italy that you don't want to piss off, um, just based on reputation, it's Lazio fans. I know you could probably make that claim about about a bunch of different ultra groups, but the Iridu Shibili, who only just got disbanded after I think a couple of decades of having been um, an ultra group. I think they only just got disbanded last year after one of their leaders got shot execution style in a park in Rome. Uh, yeah, n- n- notorious, notoriously aggressive, notoriously fascist. I, I came face to face with them after the 2017 Supercoppa in Rome after uh, we lost in injury time. I don't know if you remember, Farhad, bro. Alessandro Murgia, who was a kid at the time, uh, a Rome, uh, a Lazio youth product from the city of Rome. He, he scored. He scored a late winner after DiBala had tied it up uh, in like mm-hmm. the last five minutes. We were down two nil. DiBala scored uh, to make it two one, and then again to make it two two. Thought we were sending it to extra time. And the kid scored, and uh, in, in like the ninety sixth or ninety seventh minute in injury time. My father and I, who was who I was at the game with, went to a restaurant in a little piazzella close by to the stadium. Uh, went into the back of the restaurant eaten for about an hour. And when we came out the entire piazza, we couldn't hear what was going on in the back of the restaurant. The entire piazza was filled with Lazio fans, flares, drunk, just, just screaming. And I'm there in a Juve Jersey along mm-hmm. the Tiber river, just, just maybe two kilometers to get back to my hotel. Uh, and everyone's just looking at me. People are hurling shit at me. People are coming up to me saying, what are you doing here? You don't belong here. This is a, this is a Lazio area. Uh, get the fuck out of here. People are, uh, yeah. Cars are honk. Cars are honking at me on the street as I'm walking by. Uh, yeah. Was your dad wearing something Juve related? He was. He wasn't. But me, me, me going full, me going full, uh, full Bianco Nero uh, <laughs> was 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 definitely not uh, not the smartest move. To be fair, in the stadium, oh, man, we were with yeah. a bunch of other Juve fans, but because uh, we were we were in the away section. But once once we kind of broke off, it was uh, we we were we were in the wild. We were in the jungle. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like dropping yeah, I mean, a goat. Who- the barbecue sauce in the middle of the Serengeti. Uh, oh my god! And and what you know, what is not mentioned a lot is how drunk those fans are, even in the beginning of the game. Let alone when you're winning and it's the end of the game. You kidding I, me, dude? I don't, I don't envy you. Everyone wants to beat Juve too. When when you beat Juve, I mean that's your that's that's every team's school that though these mm-hmm. days, right? Given that we've monopolized yeah. the, the the title in the past decade, when Milan beat us. A couple of weeks ago, that was their scudetto for the season. Let's let's be honest. I mean, they 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 went absolutely nuts. Napoli beating us in the Coppa Italia final in a one-off game. They were celebrating like they won the World Cup in two thousand six. Um, yeah. So 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 yeah. But, but obviously, Lazio beat us twice this season already. They gave us crazy headaches, man. Um, obviously, beating us again in the Supercoppa in uh, in Saudi Arabia earlier in the year, or at the end of last at the end of at the end of December. Um, and uh, yeah, having 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 beat us in the uh, in the first uh, in the first uh, confrontation against them in the season, this was a big game, especially the fact that they were pretty much our biggest title challengers most of the year until they all fell to shit. Until their you know their 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 whole squad fell to shit and their entire title campaign fell apart pretty much since June. But um, you know, we 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 definitely needed that man. We definitely needed that win. Two one, obviously. Uh, two goals from Ronaldo. That that one uh, though. That one though. <laughs> it's like it was it was a little too close to comfort, man. It's a close for comfort. But before we get into the game, speaking of times where you were harassed, I I I told that story a couple of times too, and I feel your pain because when I went to Cardiff wearing I so before I wore that jersey, 
I'd worn it for every Champions League game at a bar at home because I just got it. And I was like, I'm, dude, I'm wearing this everywhere I go. It was an authentic Zidane from 1998, Sony, mini disc, beautiful, uh, just like it smells like the 90s. Kappa? And was I wore Kappa? that. So, was that a Kappa jersey? Yeah. Kappa? Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. So I paid like $200 for it. That's or something a serious like that. vintage. I actually, I actually just bought a vintage uh a vintage kit myself from the nineties, like two weeks ago, actually from a link that you posted on, on your, on your Instagram, uh, forget, forget the website. I forget the exact website. Maybe you're going to want to, I don't know if you're going to want to shout them out. Three retro jerseys. That's, that's actually what we use, um, as our sponsor. Sometimes check check them out. Um, They have have unreal, unreal catalog. I, uh, I, I, I bought one myself, but yeah. So Sony Kappa Jersey, 98 Zidane. This is a story similar to that. When I went to Cardiff, like I said, um, the the Zidane jersey got me in trouble a couple of times because in the beginning, you know, Real Madrid fans are taking pictures with me with my shirt. Juve fans are happy because it's a like an old school, um, beautiful jersey. But it's true that that, that jersey when, probably really stirred the pot because you were we were playing Madrid in that final in Cardiff in 2017. I forgot about that shit. So the yep. <laughs> Madrid fans yep. and uh, I mean, you know, you you get out of that stadium and Juve fans were. They were just so angry, so sad. And, you know, a couple of, couple of times I got, you know, got a little harassed. I was like, man, this is, this is not even worth it. I'm, I'm, I'm in a foreign country. I, my hotel is in London. I'm an unknown. I'm, I'm not risking this, you know. Uh, representation of, the, of, your, of your team is cool. But, you know, when, it's, when you feel danger, it's not even worth it. You know what so, I mean? So, so, so what, not, did you, what did you do? Did you just take it off and go bare chest at home? Did you just go? Just, you just no, go I had a shirt. I we're back to the hotel. I had a shirt underneath. I just like tied it around my waist or whatever, not to see the number because UF fans were, they were getting physical with me too. You know, it, it wasn't anything bad, but you know, as the night went on, I have a, I had a feeling like if I don't nip it in the butt right now, just, something's gonna go down. So you, UF fans um, were mad that you were wearing a Zidane jersey because Zidane dude, at that point, I think, yeah, I think at that, that point, I think that's the alcohol no. you were talking about. Let's see, that's definitely, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, and um, well, there's no alcohol in Champions League games. Fun fact: I uh, I ordered a big ass beer and I downed it before the end, beginning of the game, and then I look at the cup; it's like Heineken zero percent. I was like, really? This is the worst. <laughs> so I, I, so I, I, I knew I, that if they're angry, then uh, it would have been only gotten worse because bars are packed with people, and you know, just after the game, that's until like four o'clock. That's all people are doing is drinking. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, but it was uh, a miserable night, though. But yeah, bro. I mean, look, two, two, one, two, one over Lazio. Um, we're in a great position now. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx it um, because the last time I came on the show, last time I came on on the Juve podcast uh, on episode one thirty four a couple weeks back was the day of the Milan game, and I said I think we're favorites. I probably just jinxed them having even brought up the fact that we're likely going to win this game. And sure as shit, we lost that game, choked our lead, and yeah. went uh, three games winless. So. I don't want to. I don't want to put a voodoo on us, but we're eight points clear with four games left. Some quick math. Yeah. Uh, we're two wins away from the title, and maybe even a win and some results going our way um, away from winning the title. So that that result was huge for us overall, man. Um, because so so speaking of speaking of standings, by the way, you and I are the worst interrupters. So let's just. <laughs> We are aware and we, we spoke about it before because when you do the podcast, you, you, you kind of want to feel, feel each other out. And he said, dude, 
I'm such an interrupter. I was like, you don't have to tell me because it's a problem with me too. So if you guys see us interrupting each other, we're full aware, fully aware and that's all good. So I wanted to mention the standings from, from, you know, from last night. Um, 34 games, Juve played 80 points. Atalanta has 35 games. There's 74 points. Um, in second place, Inter Milan, 72 points, but with 34 games played, and Lazio is fourth. Uh, it's a shame to see Lazio go down so so low. You know, I, I, w- I was hoping Inter Milan wouldn't make it to the Champions League, but Roma is way too, uh, too behind in fifth spot. Roma, so, Roma have been completely unreliable. And just, just a little caveat. So Atalanta have been super hot since the, since the restart, and they haven't even lost a game yet. Um, I, 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 so I guess what I was saying about us being eight points clear, actually, excuse me, I was incorrect because it didn't take into account the fact that they just played today as we're recording this on the 21st of uh, July. They beat Bologna 1-0. Um, but they have a game in hand on us. So if we, so if we, if we, if we are victors over, over Udinese in a couple of days and we'll be back up, uh, to, 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 to where we were yesterday. Um, look, man, in terms of, in terms of like the biggest battle in this game, I thought it was super cool to see Ronaldo just, just in his element. Obviously, obviously he wants, he wants any individual accolade, any individual title that's available. He likes, uh, you know, he, he, he like he likes getting all the glory. He's always, and I'm okay with that. I, I'm more than okay with it too. And you know, he was he was a goal behind Chiro Immobile going into the game, scored a brace. Immobile scored one as well. So I believe they're both on. Is, are they both on twenty nine? They're both on thirty. Yeah, they're both on thirty goals now. So um, that'll be interesting going into the final couple games of the season here to see uh, to see if Cristiano can get the uh, Capo Canonieta title. Um, but that would, uh, that would be amazing. Honestly, it, you know, I know it's an individual award, and we say you know Ronaldo fanboys, blah blah, but. This I want him to have. I want that, you know. I want that name to be in the record books forever, you know. And he already is for for having been the fastest player in Serie A to to achieve fifty goals. Shout out to him. Uh, I mean, uh, you 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 posted it on Instagram and on Twitter the other day. But anyway, I I, I don't know. I don't know if I'll live and die by. Uh, well, by, I got. I, 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 have, sword, the, I have the stats he here. So. Yeah, you said he was the best ever. Do it. I have the. Uh, I have the stats. Uh, Premier League goals. 84 in 196 appearances for United. La Liga, 311 goals in 292 appearances for El Madrid, which is insane, by the way. Just yeah. unbelievable having more goals and appearances. Uh, Serie A, 51. Oh, so he did score 31 goals. 51 goals and 61 appearances for Juventus, which is amazing. He is 35. And if you saw him during the second, the second goal, if I ran 75% of the field, Along with a 24, 25 year old Dybala, I'd be, I'd be dying. But the guy had a, you know, he had the, the 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 fitness enough to uh, to do the seal and everything at the stadium. He's an absolute freak. I mean, that's 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 the that's the one thing that sets him apart from anyone else's age right now. And uh, yeah, speaking of seal, I don't know if I don't know why commentators insist on speaking when he's doing the seal let us hear the stadium even if it's like 30 people doing it it's still awesome so shut the f up and start start, start talking during the celebration you know i i just i just yeah or just i think i think the fact that you have an empty stadium and 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 he's doing it alone basically i think is even cooler i think i think that's even more reason to shut up because i just want to hear him do it alone i want to hear how how i want to i want to mm-hmm. hear the uh 
want to hear the 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 the, the level of octaves that, that, that he hits i will like right. I, I genuinely i genuinely don't know in the empty stadium if he's even saying it i does he ever actually say see? like oh like, uh, of course oh yeah but like but like but like you see him hit the you see him hit the pose but i wonder if he actually exclaims anything i mean it was always impossible to tell because because there were so many fans in the stadium doing it with him and uh, now you would think that in an empty stadium you would be able to hear, but no, as you say, the commentators always talk over them. And, oh, and I know, yeah. yeah the it goes on. Um, at least, at least, uh, you, you know, what, would it be better? Would it be cooler? Do you think if commentators didn't talk at all uh, and we could just listen to them as if we were watching them in a park or something, and we could hear all the swearing and all its glory? At this point, I mean, like, well, you, you, you already flexed on us with your Italian, so. People like you might might enjoy that, but you know I understand maybe like a one word in a thousand. You know when they when they're talking, and the problem is I don't know who's who's saying it. You know, like I don't really hear the mouse mouths moving. There should, be, um, there should be a no commentator option for people that want the most organic experience. Yeah, a non suitable for even, work even during even when the when when the crowds come back, man. I, I'm sure people, some people will pay for that. But I think the problem is that they would put their own commentary over it. Is that I would put Claudio Zuliani. I would put Claudio Zuliani <laughs> right. over 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 the over the over the visual. I actually I I had to catch. I don't remember which game it was. It was a, it was about a month. It was, no, geez, it wasn't a month ago. My 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 perspective of t- my perspective of time is completely warped now because it was five games ago, and um, that was only a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I guess now, I think it was the Derby de la Mole against Torino. I couldn't actually watch it, so I was driving in the car and I plugged in like Rai Uno. And and the, the the commentary like the the, the the radio commentators in Italian are just so exhilarating. Um, but yeah, awesome. I, know, I, I I'd love I'd love to I'd love to see uh, I'd love I'd love to I'd love to see a Ronaldo goal and then hear Claudio Zuliani go egol 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 egol. I love him. I was just I was just watching. Which which game was I watching? Oh, they uh, Juve posted the uh, the goal by Tevez against Parma. The you know his solo run, yes. and he was just killing himself. Uh, but going going back to uh, to 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 the Lazio game, so yeah, we're we're getting you know, the, the, sidetracked here. That's this this that's entirely on me. We're we're just so, going completely off the rails. We have Rob. It's all good. We've had Rob on for years, who's just like super pragmatic and talks about like this breaks it down tactically. Giovanni comes on and talks about just talks about what was said in the media and, uh, and Mister Sari's comments. And here I am, just just. Just, just, so just you're, you're like you're like my you're like my copy, dude. This is gonna be trouble if we if we continue together because <laughs> it's like just scattered brains. And plus, like I had so much, I had so much espresso. Like I was just like, hmm, it's one p.m. I, I you know I want some want some coffee, and I just That's completely overdosed on it. Coffee afternoon, coffee afternoon, any caffeine afternoon is you're 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 playing a dangerous game there. You're rolling the dice, and you have yeah, no idea. Yeah. You could, my my legs are doing the the movements right now the the constant shaking but but going back speaking of Rav I'm on UVFC.com and uh, he posted the player ratings from last night I don't agree with many of them but we'll kind of use that as a as a barometer um, do you want to go through all the players we can go through Let's, we can go through, I don't know if we want to go through all eleven or all fourteen of them but we can how how many subs were used did Sadi make three four subs anyway you 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 can go through a couple of the key ones I'll. Uh, I'll, I'll happily give my take. Well, well, the the one I don't agree with is, you know, he gave uh, Delict six point five out of ten. So I thought Delict was great. So let's take that as a as a strong average performance. Uh, mm-hmm. But then he gives Alexandro six out of ten, which 
I don't know what's going on with that guy. His his passes are mismanaged. He's 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 losing little battles here and there. When you know before Alexander was a, the one of the most reliable guys on the team, and obviously from his mess up against Milan last couple of weeks, whenever the game was, I'm not feeling him. Infuriating, no. Uh, but but to be fair, he was injured. He was injured um, a couple of weeks ago, and he's just maybe he's just kind of coming back into the fray now, and and isn't quite with it. But I, I don't know. I I, I think. You know, close out the season and see how he performs next year. But he, he hasn't really, he hasn't really been as dominant for the past couple of years as he was his first one, maybe two. Um, yeah, well, that's it's so funny. That's what Giovanni said when I texted him. I was like, dude, Alexander. I texted him. I was like, Alexander's complete utter shit. He's like, dude, he's been for the last two years. It's not now. It's just so much worse because, like you said, it's after injury and COVID didn't help. You know, the physical. But he's he's been. I love the guy. And besides hitting the, um, I know people are going to fault for that, but I know he did hit the post uh, from the deluxe pass. Um, but yeah, besides that, it was just, it, it was not the Alexandro that I'm, that we're used to. What about, what about Bonucci? Are you on the, uh, you know, anti-Bonucci bandwagon? I'm not on the anti-Bonucci bandwagon. I'm not on the anti-Bonucci bandwagon because overall, even though I don't think he's the same player now, as he was before he left for Milan, um, not just from an emotional standpoint in terms of, I guess, how fans view him. You know, people don't necessarily view him as the same man as they did before he left for Milan because that was just a, you know, we, we don't even have to go into it in that much depth. We know that that was obviously yeah. a, you know, a, 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 um, no, that was not very well handled on his part. And the fact that he came back with his tail between his legs like the prodigal son, I think, I think kind of was a bit of a, was a bit of a you know he he kind of came he kind of came back cut you know he went he went to Milan mm-hmm. it was it, it was completely you know it was it was a terrible season he didn't play well at all and he came back to us and yes he he did he did kind of improve on his performances at Milan which kind of implied that maybe he only really is able to do well with Chiellini by his side maybe you know um, for the for the Italian but he after- also you know in the beginning of the season he did great you know being being the "Quote unquote," I know "mentor" is like a loud word, but he he did he did help Delict a lot after the first game when when Chiellini was out. But that's what I wanted to get into is that I actually think that he, he he's taken on a leadership role pretty well this season, and I like the way that he and Delict have been have kind of been coming into their own. I mean, Matthias Delict, I mean, being 20, 21 years old this year, I don't know if he turned twenty one yet. I know he's born in ninety nine, but being a kid that young, well, a couple of days ago, we did celebrate his first year anniversary at Juve, which was a I posted your video celebrating as well on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've been trying to post something all day. And uh, that video was just like, hey, I don't need anything else because that was literally me. And just just me you screaming. Guys follow, you guys follow us on Twitter, by the way, at Uve Podcast. All right. Uh, yeah, back to you. Just a video of me screaming in pure euphoria. But, you know, no, obviously, Matthias Delit has really come into his own now. He's really adapted to Serie A quite well. And I think playing alongside a guy with the experience of Leonardo Bonucci has helped. Like, obviously, the penalty was his fault. He, he he didn't have his he didn't have his best game in, in, in Bianconero, but you know he's been playing a lot of games he's been playing a lot of games lately, and I guess you could maybe chalk it up to fatigue, perhaps. Um, I I'm not on the Bonucci out train because who the hell else are you going to put in? I mean, Kellini's older and more fragile. He hasn't even fully come back from his ACL injury yet. Um, I think he had another small injury setback the other day. Demidal is coming back, and I think he's very promising. Um, Long term, I think he and Delict are probably going to be the guys going forward, but. Like the alternative right now is basically Daniele Rugani, who has continually shown himself to be not quite up to it, not quite up to the level that we need. 
and probably surplus the requirements as a result. So no, I, I'm not Bonucci out, but no, definitely not his best game. I just want to go back real quick one second to Alexandro, bro, because yes, sir. bro, Farhad, Farhad, what do you do with a guy like Sandro, who's a part of the core group of the team, is serviceable, but probably isn't quite at the level that you would hope given his initial performances the first year or two that he was with us, and the fact that he probably still has resale value and will be 29 years old this year. You know, do you like this? These are kind of the harsh questions that I guess you have to ask yourself in football management. But do you do you kind of look at him and say, you know what, he probably has a bit of a high resale value still? Do we get rid of him and try to bring in somebody a little bit younger? Um, I don't know. I don't know where we go you with. Can, you can definitely still. You can kind of kind of finesse someone still, uh, especially maybe inside of Italy. Maybe outside of Italy, Europe, he's not that well known, and we might get low ball. There were rumors he would go that he could go to England for very high fees a couple of years ago, and I remember I was like mortified. I was like, no, no, non si tocca, like no, do not, do not yeah. sell him. And it feels it's like insane. that window closed now. You know, I don't know. And they they were offering a boatload of money too, man. It's like you saw that price. I was like, oh, how can you not? Little did we know, huh? But I think I think he can still go to a team like I don't know Milan or if I I don't know who isn't is in the need of a left back, but he can definitely. Plus, you know, he's you know used to the culture and um, yeah. I, I I feel like this is actually one of the things we wanted to discuss. Have a little segment about the dead weight at Juve. Not to use such a you know harsh words, but that's just an an, an expression. But before yeah, I, we do that, anything anything else as anything else as far as the game that stood out to you? Uh, of course, there was a there was a godsend injury by Igu- uh, of Iguain, where you know Dybala was allowed to play and and obviously show us what he's made of. I I was so happy to see. Every touch of the ball was just amazing by Dybala. And, and that, 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 that is one of the takeaways I have from the game. A couple of real quick ones then is I think Dybala has been completely out. Maybe he's been completely phenomenal since the return to action. Um, I, I, I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've absolutely loved watching him play. He's been a complete joy uh, to behold. Um, set up Ronaldo's second goal uh, for a tap-in. Um, but, 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 yeah, I mean, what, 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 what more else is there to say? I, I, I hope he stays with us for life, man. I hope he becomes a bandera for the club. And and he was know. so upset being subbed too. He he looked like a little pouty boy. It's like, like, it adorable. Yeah, so, he, when Dybala when tries to act hard, yeah. So you post a Tom and Jerry. It's very hard to take him seriously when he when he look when he looks cross because he he still can't he still can't grow facial hair and he's twenty six years old. But. Uh, but, uh, yeah. You think he has hair down there, or he's just bald like like a Ken doll? Still looks like a little boy. I don't know. Everyone, everyone, everyone in Italy waxes or lasers. Everyone in Europe lasers lasers their hair everywhere, but on their face. But he like it's the one it's the one place that he can't seem to grow it. The one you shave your legs too, probably. You're I do. I, I I I I I wax, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm actually I had a laser consult the other day. I'm getting laser in uh in uh in September. My first appointment is with my girlfriend. Uh, in early October, <laughs> late September. Yeah, so. You don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm telling anyone out there, I, I, any, any, anyone, in like, anyone in like the Middle East or the Mediterranean that listens to us has hairy ass legs. You, 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 you think you can't talk into one. Once you pull it, once you pull it off, the ladies in your life will, 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 will thank you. Um, I was just going to say once, 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 once that tape gets stuck on your leg and you rip it off, that you know, that's 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 it for it for the oh, hair. It 
once you slide into bed, once you slide into bed in your sheets, you 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 feel the nice coolness on your of your of your sheets on your on your on your legs. And you're still, that's that's when it's game over. Any women listening to the podcast know what I'm talking about. But um, <laughs> no, we, we already talked we already talked about Ronaldo possibly being the goat. Um, you know, just having incredible numbers, being the first uh, the first the, the excuse me the fastest player to 50 goals in Serie A, like he was in La Liga. That's insane. Um, 35. That's just insane. Again, I was saying before, I don't know that I want to die on this hill because I think people are going to come after me. And I have another podcast that that, that is meant to not be biased and talks about all calcio, but but you can definitely make it. I know you. This is a safe space. I know you yesterday posted that he's the greatest to ever do it. And it's, you know, the numbers don't lie, man. In terms of pure goal scoring, he's a fucking machine and he's adapted to every situation he's been in. He was not scoring as much at Manchester United as he was at Real Madrid or now at Juve, indeed, because he's adapted his game. He became more mean, yeah. you know? Uh, so he's so yeah. Nothing more to say about Ronaldo. Hope he gets. But, a couple but, but speaking, of, sorry to interrupt. But speaking of Ronaldo, yeah. like I think I've mentioned it a couple of times, Ronaldo versus Messi thing. If I'm sitting at home, you know, chilling, vibing at home, I got nothing to do. I got YouTube on my TV. I would, I would put on a video like let's say our friend Colosimo. If you you know Dan, everybody knows Dan Colo ninety nine. Shout outs to my another another Canadian brother. Yes. Uh, like if 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 I'm just cruising his page. And I will I will search for a Ronaldo highlight goal highlights quicker than I would for Messi, just because I feel like he just embodies everything that a that a football player can do. And I agree. The movements are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. But 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 a lot of people but a lot of people may feel a lot of people may feel that Messi's more fluid, right? So 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 in terms, I mean, if you want to argue it on aesthetics, then I mean that's that's the, the problem with it is it's so subjective. But if you want to break down like hard numbers. As you said, you know, fastest to do it in the Liga, fastest to do it in Serie A now. He's done it in multiple leagues. So he's just fucking outstanding. Um, my last mm-hmm. takeaway is I really like Rabio. I really like the way that Rabio has been playing the past couple of yep, uh, that was my next. That was my next player, definitely. Very impressed. He had a, he had a nice solo effort, left-footed shot that Strakosha really mm-hmm. struggled with. Um, I believe it was in the first half. Um, great, great, uh, great to see him really kind of coming into his own. Now, I would not get rid of him. He was. I know we're going to get into the whole yeah. dead weight thing in a little bit. Um, I think he's one of the players listed according to according to recent reports as being sellable. Um, I don't know that I would. Do you want to get into that right well, now? Sure. Want to talk about definitely? Yeah, let, let, yeah, let's do it, man. Uh, I you know I hope you guys are enjoying this. I'm a big fan of Sam and talking to, to talking to him like this. It's 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 a lot of fun. I hope you guys dig his energy. Um, so that way. Let's uh, let's see. So who who are you guys? Tell tell me four people I need to go a sap. Off the top of my head. Hey, give, give me more. I don't know why I'm giving you. I, I, I could probably four. Give, I could probably more. give you more. I mean, look, there's a list of I think ten guys that was that was made public last week. All right. Course. So 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 yeah. Let me let me give you a couple of couple of examples. So Kedira, there's there's no no question. Yeah, I mean, off the top of my head, I would say Kedira, Rugani. Matuidi, and mm-hmm. I really like Pipita, but I'll probably throw an Higuain there too, just for the simple fact that he's getting a little bit up there in age, and we could probably get in someone a little bit more dynamic, and we're not going to bring in another striker with Dybala playing centrally and Pipita on the bench. And I think circumstances there might force him out also. I think he wants to go back to Argentina to be close to his family, from what I understand. So that's four. Um Mm-hmm. And they are incidentally all on the list, the the list, this 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 infamous list of of, of ten yeah. of players who are on the Fritz now. Uh, I'm sure you you meant to say, but what about Deschilio? 
maybe we just forgot about our friend because we haven't seen him in four years. Does, does that guy even still exist? I mean, yeah. Oh, my uh, Man, you, if you listen to my podcast, you know my love for Desilio. You know what? You know what? If we could, there were rumors a couple of months back that Barcelona wanted him. I don't know why, but if we could, if we could fleece, Bar, if we could fleece Barcelona again after after getting Arthur uh, straight swap for Pjanic and ship off Desilio there, that would be just completely legendary, just for pure banter. But like, look, <laughs> is the I remember PSG are, were interested also. Being, you know, but, but bro, I mean, Desilio are excuse me, Desilio is is a very average fullback you know uh i i, I think, think he's below average. average you could argue i mean it, it dep- depends right what is average right like like he's below he's below the average maybe that you want at Juve, but in terms of like city average players i guess he would do fine at like a padma you know who i guess are kind of like an average team it's, it's that once you start using terms like that it becomes very subjective but like y- y- yes i would get i would get rid of him i i would probably just cash him yeah. in for, for for someone a little younger i don't see why we need him it's just so frustrating to to have these conversations month after month, season after season. Like, I wish they wouldn't offer such long contracts to players that are just okay. Like, it my my beef with our management is that we have so many players that do not deserve to be on Juve. That but, but if you're building a squad, get... they're just. Go on. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no. I'll let I'll let you finish. I'll let you finish. No, yeah, just like people are like, well, I mean, even you you mentioned, you know, but granted, you said that he's no good, Deshilio, but some people are like, uh, he's okay. You know, he's he he does his job. I was like, no, man, just just okay does not work uh, when there's injuries, where there's suspensions, and we're sitting scratching our heads like, oh, well, maybe we could put him. No, you need to have people who are um, who are at a Juve level. And Deshilio, every time he comes on, every time this guy has the ball, I just get so frustrated that he's offered a contract at Juve, where in the '90s, in, in the you know, in the heyday of Juve in the 2000s or whatever, it's he he wouldn't even been considered, and it just makes me angry that he's still on the team. Um, people like uh, Kedira and Pipita, Pipita should have been sold. He, sh- you know, I know we had to take him back from Milan, and. Um, Listen, yeah, he's just not at the level. I love what he's done, but he's slow and and expecting something to change, uh, much like with Bernadeschi, a person who scored last time. Um, it was Rob actually tweeted against, something. It was against Frosinone, I think, in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the the, uh, the 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 world the the world force that with the which is Frosinone, you know. Yeah, Frosinone. Who I don't even I don't even know if we should count that goal because uh, again, uh, I. I don't want to. I don't want to make it seem like I'm like I'm freaking jetting off to Italy all the time. I I I, I live in I live in I'm from Montreal, but but I but I have been to Italy almost every almost every year the past couple of years to visit my family. And I don't even know if we should count the goal against Frosinone because when I was on a train in Torino, after having watched you actually Cristiano's first game for the club against Lazio at home a year and a half ago, almost two years ago now, um, I was on the train nice. going. I was on yeah I was on the train heading south, and Frosinone had been up in Turin to play against Torino uh, or might have been, I think it might have been playing against Bologna because for some reason, for some reason, I think a game was moved to a neutral territory because of the inability of either team to host a game. It was very random. It was two years ago. You can look it up if you want. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I saw Frosinone players boarding onto the same, uh, onto the same, onto the same Frecciarossa 
uh, as me or like on the opposite side of the platform. And a bunch of them were just like smoking, smoking darts, just ripping, ripping cigarettes <laughs> on the platform. So ever since, so ever since, so ever since then, yeah, I, I don't know. I, uh, I, I pretty much determined there and then that they were doing that they weren't going to do anything in the church. Sure enough, they, they, they got relegated that same season and Bednadeski scored his last goal against them. So I don't even know if we should count that goal is the point. I know, right? But, but look, like, we, we should, we should, we should do, we should do a, we should do a list, um, like a segment of the most popular smokers in soccer. <laughs> I know Buffon, like uh, somebody had a picture of Buffon just smoking. We've talked about that one on on our pod. Yeah, just a picture of him with his ex wife. I think that 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 Czech model with his feet up, with his feet up on a on a on a Latino <laughs> on a beach somewhere, sand on his feet, just 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 inhaling. Just hey inhaling. man, hey man, I'm. I'm not a smoker, but God damn it, sometimes it feels good to pull one, you know? Uh, who else? I think Zidane, Zidane, uh, Zidane, Nangolan, Nangolan, notorious, notorious for having smoked. I don't know if, I think Balotelli has... has, has, has Vidal, right? Uh, Chesney at Arsenal? Chesney at Arsenal, yeah. Chesney, Chesney on, at Arsenal in the shower, apparently. That was that was that was uh, I think uh, I think that was the last straw that that that, that broke his that broke uh, that broke Wenger's back and made him want to ship him off to Juve or to Roma. Some, some, something to consider. We, we should definitely write that down and and uh, do a do a top ten list. But but yeah. So so before we get too too sidetracked here, we're we're talking about the dead weight at Juve. So I have here a full yes. list. I actually have twelve guys here on a list according to reports from a week ago. Let's do we it. mentioned a few of them. Let's just rip through everyone here and then we'll kind of give give our takes overall. Okay. So we mentioned Kedira, Matuidi, Rugani, uh, Higuain, De Chilio. Okay, we already mentioned them. Additionally, on the list is Mattia Perin, Cristian Romero, Aaron Ramsey, Federico Bernardeschi, Douglas Costa, and Adrian Rabio, Adrian Rabio, and Luca Pellegrini. Luca Pellegrini. So a lot of names to dissect there. Right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Your impression, I know, because you, I think you answered it on Twitter, was it's, it's incredible that we have this much dead weight at the club and that we've even allowed it to accumulate. But I will retort and say Paratici was only tasked with bringing in, I believe, two of these players, um, Rabio and Ramsey. He may have brought in I – may I may be mistaken. I think he may have also brought in Romero and, and Pellegrini, who are out on loan and younger players, but – I, I, I don't know. Fact, you can fact check me on that if you want, listener. But, but uh, yeah. Overall, uh, I don't know. I don't know that I would get rid of the likes of. I don't know that I would get rid of the likes of Rabio based on the fact that he's been playing very well lately. I think he's really been coming into his own. I think you should you should probably keep him as a as a midfield depth option, and he is on a great salary right now. He is on a very high uh, on a very high wage. But you know, bear in mind. We paid nothing for him, so uh, you, you, you know I, I I think I think it's worth keeping him in, in in the squad for that reason alone. I think you could probably make a case that Aaron Ramsey, who we also got in a free, has probably not been up to it. So uh, if you want to get a plus Valenza for one of them, I think you would probably get rid of Ramsey, uh, keep Rabio, ship off ship off Kedira and Matuidi just for the fact that they're a little bit older, slower, and probably not quite with it. And bring in another couple of young players like like Azaniola, who we who were continually linked to. Oh my god, I love that guy, man. Fan. And you know he's a Juve fan. If you go on Football Manager, if you ever play Football Manager, you can click on a player's profile, and I don't know how what stalking they do to get this information, but they they have a scouting report on every player and his favorite personnel and his favorite uh, you know his his favorite his favorite. You, you've coach. never you've never seen his tweets. 
You've never seen his, I think it was Facebook or Twitter or Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like full on celebrating every Scudetto, celebrating the, the big, the biggest goals. Only like it's, it's, it's ago, yeah, because he's like 21, right? So it's only, this is only a few years ago. He was 16, <laughs> so it's easily traceable. But yeah, um, so his favorite club on football. Well, it would make sense because, because sorry to interrupt. It would make sense oh, because he would be, he would be that, you know, you know, age when you, associate yourself with a team for the first time and you were super you know super popular the last few years so um it would make sense how he's you know jumped on a bandwagon quote, that, that would be pretty, that would be pretty criminal from where he's from i believe he's from Tuscany, which which is is, is fairly you know they're they're, they're 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 pretty uh they're pretty uh they're pretty closely tied to fiorentina and that whole region because they're the only major club in the area so for him to go against mm -hmm. uh his local customs and support Juve. um is, uh, yeah, they do not like us. But um, look, overall, I think this I think on this list of all the players listed, I would personally keep Rabio. I'd probably keep I'd probably keep Luca Pellegrini, and I would keep one of either Douglas Costa or Federico Bernardeschi. Everyone else, I would get rid of. Um, I've done a lot Oof. of talk. Why no. don't we let you? Why don't we let you uh, kind of have your say? Uh, well, there's not much to say, but, you know, we're kind of discussed it, but we didn't talk about the players kind of on, on the, on the edge of that. Yeah. Uh, meaning Rabiot, Rabiot is definitely not a sell for me because he's, he's, he's becoming dangerous. Like he's not just like a, a good player, but he can, he can definitely bother the offenses of, of the opposite. He's strong. Um, he, he fights a lot more for the balls. As opposed to in the beginning, he was getting frustrated and stopping in the middle of a tackle where he got dispossessed or whatever. 25 years um, old. You know, keep him, keep he's him he's great. He's peaking. He's great. Um, and um, Douglas Costa, I would catch him for him. I would catch him for Ramsey. I love Costa. Don't get me wrong. But just you need to cut your losses and some at some point. He oh, adds a lot of flair. But... Uh -huh. But you know, there you can still make some money on him, and another great player who's oh Bernardeschi. I mean, not a great player, but one of those people. To me, I don't know how he's still on the team with with these stats. You know, the the, the problem. Look, there's an issue with both of them, but there's a lot of upside with both of them if played right. The thing with Costa is he gets injured too often, and it hurts to say you know you know maybe get rid of him because he's so dynamic and he's everything that a winger should be. You know, he's tricky, he's quick. Mm -hmm. He's, you know, the way that Juan Cuadrado, whenever Juan Cuadrado gets a ball, uh, kind of in the opposing third, he tries a little dipsy doodle and boop, just slip by someone. And most of the time he, he, he fucks up and he, 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 he soars across or he loses possession, yeah. you know, which is why I think he's actually better as a, as, as a right back or as a right back, um, option. He's got, he's got a lot more space to work with. Uh, exactly. Cause he runs yeah. out of space a lot. Well, Douglas Costa does that, but he does it well. He doesn't lose the ball. He's so tricky. You think he's going to lose the ball, and then boom, he's you know he's burnt you. So it definitely hurts to, to to think of maybe getting rid of him. But we have to remember we have Kuluzevsky, we have Kuluzevsky coming in, who by all accounts and purposes I would keep uh, and really try to work with in order to make the squad a little bit younger and probably get that next generation of elite talent as we should have right as as a team with the ambitions that we have. And then that leaves us with Bernardeschi, right? That leaves us basically with one option. If we get rid of Bernardeschi, that leaves us with one option, Kuluzevsky on the right-hand side. And here's the thing. I, I wouldn't start Bernardeschi as a right-winger. I mentioned this on the last Juve pod that I was on, and I mentioned it on my pod before, but I am so convinced, I'm convinced that 
Well, his big issue right now is he lacks confidence um, because he's not the protagonist in the team. Right. Fiorentina. No, but when he was at Fiorentina, he was a protagonist. He was scoring. He was playing as a striker slash as a right winger, and he was doing very well. With Italy, I, mm-hmm. with, with the Italian national team, he's more focal. He's more of a focal point in the team, and I think he creates a little bit more. I think he has a little bit more confidence, at least in recent performances that I've seen. But if you really want to maximize him at Juve, I would drop him into the midfield and play him as a play him as a mezzala, play him as an attacking midfielder, kind of in the maybe in a midfield three. Try to trade him, and if he doesn't do it, then maybe ship him off. He still has a little bit of resale value. Um, that one hurts me too because I really like them. I love Italian players. I'm partial to Italian players. My parents are Italian. I want to see Italian players at Juve. Um, I just do, you know. It's 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 like you always want to see players from a local area or from a local country. You know, you you support PSG. You want to see French players come through and do well there. You like seeing Spanish players at Real Madrid. It's all it's normal, right? But unfortunately, he, he he's not he's not doing what he's supposed to do. So I think midfield for him or nothing. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we sold them both in the off season. Both Douglas Costa and, and Bernardeschi. Well, which, uh, yeah, which leaves us, you know, maybe Zaniolo, if he does come in to maybe play at right wing or drop in the midfield, he is very versatile. So uh, it'll be interesting to see where the replacements for these players come in because it's great if we get rid of all these guys, but we are going to need to bring in somebody of a certain quality uh, in exchange. So, yeah, no, definitely the, the replacement is, is crucial. Um, well, our time is up. I go. I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Um, I really dig having you on the podcast. The the family's back and back there's in the house. Of, so there's a, of, there's a lot of fun. All right, go go back to daddy daycare, bro. It's all good. It's it's yes. It's, sorry about that, guys. But uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Hey, man, let's let's talk when we um, finally win the scudetto. We're we're one step closer. I'll come go ahead. What did you want to say? Oh, just, just real quick, uh, listen. Listeners, uh, just to kind of give you give you my point of view of, the, of what's been going on in the past five minutes, Farhad's family came home and um, he and I see each other and I just see him continually getting up and like, shh, just hushing, just hushing someone in the house. Dude, beyond- hushing is not, you're, being, you're being too generous about hushing. I'm, just, I'm muting my microphone. I'm straight up yelling, guys, yeah, no, kids no. to be quiet. Because he, because he and I have gone over time here, but no, if, if you're listening to this podcast and you have, and, and kids in the background are disturbing you, you're a fucking sicko. Just shut up. You're a, soci- you're a, you're a sociopath. If hearing kids in the background is, is bothersome, but he's, Farhad's a family man. He's uh he's, you're, you're like Cristiano Ronaldo, man. You you're just, just a house full of kids, a house full of kids. I appreciate you, man. Thanks for having my back. I, I, I do understand it's not the most professional thing, but Hey, in, in, in 140 something episodes, you know, a couple of times you're going to hear my, my kids. And if you got a problem with that, you know, you got to talk to Sam. All, All right, right, buddy. All Thank right. you so much. You guys, you guys, you guys follow. You want to, do uh, you have a personal Twitter? I actually don't. I'm, I'm completely off the grid on social media. I'm uh, so, so, so oh, you feel good. I got a second partner that's off the grid. So you can <laughs> actually third, third. Rob, Rob was not a fan except for his Twitter page. Giovanni hates social media and, and now this guy. So I'm, but anyways, you guys can follow us on at Korean Giants at at Yuba Podcast. We'll 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 get you we'll get your separate Twitter account here. Um, and yeah. um, it's, you it's guys, at, thank you so much. At, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So so at Cultural Podcast, if you want to follow my stuff, I I, I tweet out most of that stuff. Yes, so 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 yeah. That, that that's the that's the extent of my Twitter presence. But yeah, thanks uh thanks for having me on, bro. A lot of fun. Awesome, man. You guys you guys have a good one and Forza Juve. Forza Juve.